Hey wizards, V.E. Griffith here with another special episode. Ms. Catherine and I received feedback that several people in our audience would like for us to write a collaboration together and to walk them through the entire process as a learning exercise. So, we're going to do it. Patrons will get a ringside seat to see how our collaboration goes. They'll get access to some drafts, the opportunity to give feedback, access to our recordings of our planning and writing sessions as we go through this, and any other neat stuff we can think of. We'll sometimes share things on the main feed, and of course, we'll let you know when we publish, but the bulk of the project will be done on Patreon and in our Slack group. The audio will go out on our patron-only feed into podcast players, and the video will go up on YouTube and be available exclusively through Patreon. We'd like to share this first story in world-building meeting with you. In it, we pick up a story Miss Catherine has had in her head for a while, but hasn't really developed. If you're not interested, that's perfectly fine. We'll continue with our regularly scheduled episodes every two weeks like always. These are just going to be a bonus we put together for our patrons and for our development as writers, editors, and collaborators. If you find it helpful or entertaining, though, and you want to see what comes next, you can get access for as little as a dollar per regular episode at patreon.com slash revisionwizards. And now, on with the show. Okay, there we go. Anyway. It shows like <laughs> I barely have any voice over here. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that. It's fine. I can hear you. Okay, so, as long as you can hear me, because I've moved the mic closer. I can hear you. No, it's fine. Okay. Um, so here's, so we're talking about how to do this. I'm thinking you're you're going to do, we will do better with you as a first drafter. Okay, um, I kind of agree with that. <laughs> okay. I mean, and, and I know that you have as much experience co-writing as I do. So, you know, we're going to have to find our way. It's kind of the blind leading the blind here. Okay. Now, what kind of genre would you like? Because that's important to me. <laughs> um, I would prefer something that doesn't require a lot of research. <laughs> Um, Damn. so, I mean, I've been, I've been writing something that's, I've been writing something that's a little, it's sort of 50 years, is 50 years ish in the future. Um, something modern would be fine. Some kind of modern fantasy would be, you know, right up my alley. I don't know. Um, we could do, I mean, I don't have a, a particular objection to swords and sorcery. Um, I'm not as well versed in historical stuff so that would require more research from me mm -hmm. uh, or for me so it's kind of that's kind of what i'm thinking okay so sci-fi is out for you we could do sci-fi um what did you have in mind well, <laughs> so I don't, so I'm not sure if you want to start completely like brand new or pull from stuff that I've started or not, because I do have those, like I've, I've started stories, uh, I've started lots of stories. 
<laughs> so that's why I'm trying to ask, like, what are you interested in? We can in? pull from one of those. That's fine. Yeah, but I have, like, everything. <laughs> yeah, we can pull from one of those. That's fine. <laughs> I have, like, zombie apocalypse. Pick one! <laughs> I have uh, cyberpunk. <laughs> I have I have my space opera. If you wanted to attempt to do... Cyberpunk actually sounds good. The which one? The cyberpunk. It does deal a bit with magic, too. Are you... Well, not really magic, but like technology magic. Well, it reminds me of what Arthur C. Clarke said, that any uh, sufficiently advanced technology will have the appearance of magic. Okay. Which leads to its corollary... um, any technology which does not have the appearance of magic is insufficiently advanced. So there we go. Gotcha. So the cyberpunk that I've started, so I've started like two, pretty much they're both the same story. (laughs) Um, There are people, and this takes place like years into the future. So we can make up whatever we want. Okay. (laughs) For technology wise. But, um, Mm Mm-hmm. What I do know is that they, like, humans and computers are starting to, like, they're not cyborgs, okay? (laughs) But they've developed Mm -hmm. the ability to communicate with technology. So they read electrical patterns. I nicknamed them Teslas. See, now this sounds really stupid telling you. It sounds great in my brain. <laughs> it's not stupid. Okay. All stories are stupid when you start. It's true. So um, I, it was also like a detective story. It was a police police detective kind of stuff. So I don't know if that's something interesting for you. Okay. Like um, dingy like Batman detective style, but cyberpunk Tron like. <laughs> okay. Are we is our protag a professional cop? If if he or she is that introduces that turns it into a procedural. And I'm sort of less interested in doing a procedural. I'm not really, like, I never really went into, oh, wow, okay. Am I still even here? Hello? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. My computer just went woof for a moment. You're good. I thought I lost you. Okay. Uh, so. Okay, you're, you're, you're lagging, but you're okay. Okay, what else is new? All right, so I know that what I call them Teslas, right? The people who can read electronics. And they will team up with um, investigators. And I had it more of like it was a military almost world. So I guess more militarist police was how I had it. And they team up 
for like an undercover, which is like okay. But that's that's as far as I got. I'm a pantser. What did you expect from me? <laughs> All I know is that they were hunting. <laughs> um, oh my god. Okay, I'm trying okay. to think of the term that I was trying to come up with. There's there were Teslas. There are. Oh my god. Let's collectors there's teslas collectors and then there was the in-between that are rare teslas hondas and chevrolets <laughs> no i chose tesla because they really liked uh nikola tesla and his like, okay. electric stuff so with him the the character orion thorn was the idea i had in my head um is is both a collector and a tesla they're on the rarer side because usually they don't mix Teslas are very logical because they literally can hook up to like the internet, hook up technology. They can read people's minds because our mind is electric. And they can like manipulate thoughts by interrupting electrics like gaps. Does that make any sense? Okay. Are you following yet or am I talking too much? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here's my question. How does one learn this ability, or is it natural? That's It's something you're born as. So you're either born as a normal, you're born as a Tesla, or you're born as a collector. And a collector are pretty much the opposite of Teslas. They, like, went empath and went deep into, like, human emotion and can feel or manipulate people's emotions. I know which one I am. You're the Tesla? No. <laughs> With all of your tech guru stuff? I don't do that emotion shit. <laughs> okay. Well, it is a rare occurrence yes, that exactly. you will get a, a Tesla who will mate with a collector. And so, you'll get kids who okay. are being able to do both. Are, You had a question. Okay. Let me ask a practical here. Mm -hmm. What kind of length are we writing for? Are we writing at a short story, which in your case is a novella? Are we writing 100,000, which in your case is 200,000? Um, what's, what's, what's our target length here? That is a great question for you because I can attempt whatever you want to do. Well, I'm happy to, I'm happy to see where it goes knowing you're a pantser. Um, and I know that you're not going to be proprietary about it. If we're, if we're doing, something very short we probably don't have enough room to do an a story and a b story mm -hmm. or an a b and c story um and we need to stick with an a uh if we're doing something longer we could do an a and a b um and what what i can do is take your take your first draft and then reverse outline it and see where it lands would that be helpful yeah, we could do something like that, which also brings, so 
did you want to try for something okay. short and see where it goes? I mean, it's me. Yeah, <laughs> I think me. so. I think what what we... No, I am, I I understand it's you and we're going to, you know, short for you is 50K. Um, I think that I, I don't, I certainly don't want to do right now anything as long as Scandal's pen. Um, unless it absolutely has to be that long, but I don't see, I'm not hearing anything that, that does. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, if we shot for in the neighborhood of 30 to 50, um, just as a, as a trial balloon to see if this works between us and if we can get along to, to get along, you know, um, I think that's good. Um, what's our publication goal? Are we just publishing for patrons or are we, are we actually going to like put it up on, on Amazon or KDP or something? Um, so you're already ahead to the publishing part. I was still in the story part, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> So publishing, I well, I understand. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm. The direction I'm going is, um, what are we looking at in terms of an agreement? You know, sort of before we start, what are the parameters? Because the story is the easy part. True. So I could do a few different things if you wanted to. I can either write an entire thing out. And we can go from there for however long it takes me to, I guess, write it out for us. We could do a serial fiction, which means that we could have some of it ready, edited, and going out while we write the rest. Or we can attempt to do just like a short story as here's something we've written. Okay. Um, would you want to put it up on Vela? I'd be down for that. That wouldn't bother me. Vela, oh, there's a problem with Vela. You got to be exclusive, which means we might not be able to give it to the patrons. Is it exclusive? So maybe what we want to do just as a trial balloon is yes yes vela has always been exclusive it's like kdp in that way or not kdp but but ku no, they, they've talked about how you can have stuff up it has to be paid for you can't be giving it away for free i'll double check that with jp and christine but i think okay we'll check i'll check the tos yeah. i'll check the tos Okay, yeah, if we can, because we can certainly put it behind the paywall at Patreon, which would be sort of my my whole goal here is to do something for our patrons. So, um, and I, I feel like we might publish some parts of it for, or some of our sessions on the main channel, uh, you know, on the main feed um, for everybody. But um, I think the bulk of the work is going to go to our patrons. So if we could put it up on, Patreon behind the paywall and uh, do the, you know, publish it on Vela. I think that would be fun. Uh-huh. 
And then another thing we could do is have it where we've posted it on Patreon or Patreon and then get some feedback and then go and post the the newer or like the revised if we revise them onto Vela. So give it like a certain mm -hmm. amount of time and then we'll start doing them on Vela. Okay. If you wanted. And I'll okay. look and see if Yonder is still closed doors. Yeah, I think that that actually would work. Because Yonder, man, okay. honestly, the, the, dra the little writing that you sent me already, if you put that up on Yonder, it would be perfectly fine. Like, when I've read through, I'm like, yo, they really? need some editors. And a lot of it is because it's coming from different countries, so it's the translation. So, like, half of the books mm -hmm. are all Korean, and they're translating them into English. And you're, like, losing something in that translation. Somebody's not doing <laughs> They don't have an editor, clearly. So, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so we'll look all into right. all three, and if we can put it up on Patreon and... So the goal would be a serial publication kind of thing then? Yeah, if you like that. I mean, that might be quicker. I could get you probably okay. a chapter episode a week. Okay. And I'd want to, I'd want to bank six or eight of those before we actually put them up. Yeah. But I mean, not necessarily bank them for the patrons, but uh, before we, before we put them up on, on Vela or wherever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll look into the section. So I, um, I want to say I already have four chapters written of one. And I was writing it for Vela, though the character was female in that one. But I'll, I'll we'll get into, I guess, that part in a little bit, because we still have to go over uh, the rest of it. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with a female MC, so. What about ages? What do you like for ages? I don't want to write young adult. Um, I prefer new adult. But I could try adult. <laughs> I'd like to do adult. Uh, it gives it gives you sort of more more freedom with with language, with sexuality, and with uh, with theme, I think. Okay, so ages, what are you thinking of the characters then? Thirties, maybe? Okay. So definitely adult then. That will be interesting for me. I've never written... I don't usually enjoy writing older characters. My characters tend to stay in their 20s. <laughs> with like the mentors... You like Mr. Thatch. Like 30s to 40s. Huh? 
What did you say? You like Mr. Thatch. Yes, but he's mentor. <laughs> you like Mr. Thatch. Yeah, but he's the mentor. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I think we should probably switch to Zoom because your lag is getting worse. Yeah, I've noticed. Okay, let's go ahead and do that, and I can splice the recordings together. Wait, I lied. I'm not ready. No. <laughs> All right, so we're talking about co-writing. Whoop, whoop. Still. Yeah, still. <laughs> and from the, the jumble of notes all over that page, I have written out a neat organized section that I can fill in the blanks to that I can send to you. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm just going to read off the questions I have written on the page, and then we'll go back and fill them in, okay? Okay. I have who is doing what, the time frame, where are we publishing, what are we doing about the money, what type of story, genre, character types, uh, since I know our sort of genre, I put in how much technology, uh, point of view, <laughs> and outline slash mind mapping. Okay. So let's go back to um, who's doing what. Okay. I believe I am going to first draft it for us. Yes. There is another question. What is, um, and we can sort of work this out as we go. Are we writing in, um, excuse me, I need to vomit, Google Docs? I was like, uh, please don't do it on film. <laughs> um, <laughs> or we could do it on Google Docs. Um, we could also do it in OneNote. OneNote's harder to share. I was wondering, I was wondering if we shouldn't use an online tool like, uh, like uh, Campfire. Have you messed with that? I have not messed with it at all. Okay. You could take a look at it. I have a fully paid account, perpetual account, and a collaborator can use it for free. So, um, you know, we could put it there. It'll also, it's also very flexible. Let us do our story bubble. I kind of covet story bibles, but you know, hey, whatever. <laughs> Actually, I could probably take a look at what they do and see what I can learn from it. Yeah, I'll send you the link and you can take a look. Um, okay. What I'll do is I'll go ahead and create a project and give you access to it so you can screw around without having to pay. I mean, I like Google Docs. I'm going to write it down anyway as an idea just as we're throwing them around. I don't quite like the idea of having to send word files back and forth to each other. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, Google Docs is how I use it with my alpha readers. Okay. 
Um, the thing about Google Docs for me is just managing Google Drive and all the links and shit. Yeah. That's one thing that's really inferior about Google Drive or Google Docs. And you wouldn't be able to do collaborations with Scrivener either. No. Scrivener does not collaborate. Um, sharing a Scrivener file is a fantastic way to lose all your work. I do know that Google Docs allows us to see it at the exact same time. We can both be in there seeing something. Okay. So there we is can, that. Yeah, we can go ahead and try it. I'm going to be super anal about document organization, though. So um, we're going to need, because especially if we're writing lots of episodes for this, um, you know, then we need to do, we need to do real file management. So. Um, yeah. I mean, with my longer pieces in Google Docs, I even have table of contents where you can click to go to sections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that came that came across in the Word documents you sent me. I'm just thinking from a from a from a post production standpoint. Um, you know, after we get it written, and then we need to prepare it to put it into Vela or wherever. Um, it's going to be easier if each section is a separate if each episode is a separate chapter or a separate file. So we'll have. We'll, ha we'll have to have a Google Drive folder that we share. So chapter one is written, and then you start a new document for chapter two? Mm -hmm. If we're doing this as a Vela, yes, that's the way it's, it's going to need to be. Okay. Because otherwise what's going to happen is I'm going to have to copy and paste out of out of the whole document to get it into into a layout and design program like Vellum so that we can mm -hmm. produce an EPUB for it. Okay, okay. I see what you're saying. I mean, There's we could a do a simple solution for that. Um, with Google Docs, you just do a new email. We can use like my revision wizard's email or something like that and open a new one and then I share it to you. Hmm. Or we both have the same password for this one email that we use. Um, so like we have it as like we co-writing bitches at gmail.com like <laughs> that sounds fun yeah and then we would both have that password and we would both have access to that email do you know how to do two-factor authentication yeah okay do you use the little app or do you use uh or do you it usually use... just goes to my phone but oh, we okay. could also just pick like a security question. Okay. Not that we would tell the people what the answer is, but like, this is the answer. Because <laughs> I mean, I set one up for the, the YMCA kids that I worked with. So mm -hmm. each one of them, and they still use them. I'll still get little dings that somebody has accessed the, the uh, and it makes my heart. <sighs> so fast for them uh, um, that they access the google account because they all write their little stories inside the google account oh okay 
Yeah. And so they each one had like their name and then their document. Or then they also had the chat box. So they would write notes to each other in them. It was real cute. (laughs) But yeah, so we could do something like that if need be for Google Docs. But we can also look into Campfire. Okay. And then as a safety backup, I will also create a OneNote file that will keep backup of stuff just in case Google Docs, you know, decides to fuck itself over. Okay. Okay. So if I'm writing the first draft, what are you doing? <laughs> um, waiting on you to finish. No. Um, <laughs> I feel like my role is going to be sounding well three basic things sounding board um tightening and editing you know second draft um I'll probably wind up doing the technical layout and design stuff um okay. and um I, I figure we'll probably have four, either three or four drafts before we publish something. Um, yes. We may get so far behind that we don't have time for that, but I was thinking you're first, then I'll edit it, and then you'll go back over it. Yeah, that works for me. And okay. then in Google Docs, what I can also do is I can color code that. Okay. So this way, like first draft is always done on a blue page. Uh, so, so like when you've gone through, it will then be sitting on a green and then final copies like on a white. You don't want to just do track changes? So I'm really bad at understanding how to work track changes. <laughs> Which is ironic because I was going to have you show me how to do that later on when you actually hand me back my work. <laughs> Because anytime I've ever tried to like be like, yeah, sure, I'm just going to accept it. It messes the entire document up. And I usually will just copy and rewrite and paste. So like I go through a long process. That's a bad way to do it. Um, I mean, we can go over that part later a little bit. We at least know that we're going to have three drafts. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I would like to outline together. Okay. Did I? Wait, 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 wait. Are you sick? Are you ill? Do I need to call an ambulance? Do you even have ambulance service where you live? (laughs) Get the horse and buggy quick. No. (laughs) I've lived in places that do not have 911 service. So, hmm. but no, there, there is. Um, but what I'm thinking is if we have a, it doesn't have to be super detailed outline, I think. Okay. If we have something enough where you know where the story is going, in case I'm like, hey, this isn't working. How do I work this around? And then we can soundboard off knowing the same idea. Yeah. Or about swear. I like to, even if I don't know the ending of something, I like to know what the climax is. Okay. So this way, no matter what, I'm working up to that point. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Okay. So we'll outline <laughs> together. <laughs> okay. And we'll record those. Yeah. Okay. So then that brings us to the next question of where are we publishing? And we're going to look into the Vela rules on that. I asked, um, I asked in the channel and um, the, uh, the answer from Lon was as long as it's behind a paywall, you're golden. Okay. So we can do both. Mm -hmm. So Patreon and Bella. Cool. Um, okay. So I'm thinking, okay. Now that I, now that I think further, um, your draft, my draft, you go back over, we publish to Patreon, take feedback. Okay. And if there is no feedback, and we'll, we'll do a deadline because we got to keep moving. Yes. So you, as my editor from Scandal's Pen, um, you don't know my sci-fi voice. You only know my... <laughs> my steampunk voice so i wonder if my if my sci-fi voice is closer to yours we will uh, we'll find out we'll find out I, yeah i'll look and see i have i want to say two versions of this story like i'd said i've had where i had two male main characters one male one female so okay. i will look and see which one there actually is. <laughs> I know I have them handwritten places too. But, uh, and then I can send you something and be like, do we go based off of this or do you want me to start from scratch, scratch? Okay. I'm, I had a, I had another brainwave, which is always dangerous because it sets my hair on fire and smoke comes out my ears and it's not a good thing. Um, <laughs> um, POV. I was getting there. You okay? You you're jumping. <laughs> I'm ahead of you. Okay, that's fine. As long as it's on the list. It is. It's it's, it's on the bottom. It's over here. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, do you want money wise to be on this recording? Like, I don't know if this is going up for Patreon. Um. Or if we talk money off of this. Yeah, this will go up on Patreon. Um. I don't care. I mean, if we, I'm, I'm happy with just splitting the revenue. Okay. That's, that works for me. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's fine. I, I don't expect that there's going to be a great deal of revenue. Okay. Let's, let's put it this way. If there is a great deal of revenue, that's a happy accident. That is, yes. All right. So what is the story? type um i don't i didn't originally have it being a love story um it was much more a friends based i i think that was my challenge for this one if i was doing a male and female to have it be a partnership and not a romance reminds me actually of a mystery series that I was involved in in the beginning. 
by a an author named uh, Deborah Crombie, and she writes uh, British murder mysteries, and she's up to like fourteen or fifteen now. Um, but her her two lead characters did not kiss until like the third book. Yeah. Or for, no, for at least no, at least the fifth book. They didn't kiss until at least the fifth book. So. In- yeah. So in my mind, it would definitely be if we did something and enemies to lovers, if that. Enemies to lovers, or could we just do coworkers to lovers? Yeah. Because you know you have the professional line there, and you don't want to get fired for sexual harassment, like I've been many times. So. Um, um, I do know that in so I do have some character like development. We can also change this. So anything that is there can get mm-hmm. changed of course he oh my god what is his name why am i drawing a blank on his name Whatever. dude um yeah so i know he does not like teslas he doesn't like that they can read minds that they can manipulate images by shifting you know electric synapses he does not like them he believes okay. that they are just tools that have to be used She's like, we're still fucking people, you asshole. Like, <laughs> so I do know that there was originally that, where when he does treat her like a person, it weirds her out. Okay. It's like, he does finally, like, in his head, be like, oh, yeah, like, I, I guess you are, like, a, a person, and I probably should treat you like a human and not mm-hmm. an object. So there was that, but we can also shift that. So that's fine. Okay. So we're open to if it became a romance, a partnership to start off with. Yes. Okay. Although if we decide to move it toward romance, I would kind of like it to go faster than Theo and Eleanor. (laughs) Okay, look, buddy, when I was writing Scandal's Pen, the the thing that's also in all of my, like, first outlines and everything, and it, it's, like, in huge words, they do not fall in love. This It was, like, supposed to strictly be a partnership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't work. Mm-hmm. No, my characters fell in love behind my back. And by the time I realized it, I was like, those motherfuckers did this to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, now I have to give you a date scene, which you read already and then ripped apart my train. But that's okay. The first train was real bad. This is draft four, remember? Um, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, so partnership um, I did have it where, like I had said originally, it was that very militaristic government style. Okay. I don't know if that's something you want, because I did, I did, like I was telling you, I was very much like Batman dingy detective investigator mixed with like Tron. Okay. Is, are these investigators freelance? Or are they part of a government? I didn't get that far. So what would you like? Like, do you want this to be a mystery? 
it can be a mystery um but i want it to be if they're if they're not cops it gives them more freedom unless they're going to be bad cops which or unless bad cops are the norm which would set off my political uh ranting so which is fine i don't mind political ranting and trying to like point things out having read most of scandals pen i can certainly see that but um <laughs> i don't i don't want to i don't, you don't make, want to okay. i don't want to make this one a political commentary okay Okay, I'd, I'd like to do this as just a fun story. You know, if we want to come up with a with a story hypothesis, we can. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad idea. Um, but I would like to. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be or unless it sort of naturally grows that way. I don't want it to be something as obvious as BLM and, and Me Too you know, and lump the reader over the head with that. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think they were undercover for my section, which is kind of why he does whatever he wants. But what would you like? Would you like them freelance? Do you want them not even part of something? Um, yeah, I'd like him to be freelance. I think that that's the better way to go. Um, excuse me um yeah okay freelance investigator um did you still want this world setting or at least this government style militaristic so would he have served military so he's like ex-military at this point my my thing in my head had originally been that at a certain age everybody had to serve yeah you so can like, do you can do compulsory service i mean the israelis do that um oh uh, i don't have a problem with you know with compulsory service or with some kind of compulsory public service um mm -hmm. where you're not necessarily in the military but you can be you know you can do some kind of public work uh you know as as your as your as your service and so you do it at 18 19 20 that kind of time frame okay all right so genre we're going with the cyberpunk yeah okay do you want it to be neon punk or just strictly cyberpunk Okay. Um, have, have you seen Tron? Yes. Okay. That is cyberpunk. Okay. Neon punk, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it, would be if you took, if you took Tron and then put neon lights in it. So like you get those Tron neon. Tron had neon lights. What are you talking about? No, no. Like, I mean, like all the colors. <laughs> <laughs> and so the difference really changes the outfits. So cyberpunk, you get that sleek, leathery, this is our outfits. In neon punk, you can get more of those modern mixes 
with these bright weird colors and like it's it's still plasticky looking but not it'd be really good idea if you just google or pinterest it (laughs) (laughs) okay i'll do that but my but based on your description my lean is toward regular cyberpunk maybe i can convince you otherwise what did you say I said, maybe I can convince you otherwise. <laughs> Neon punk is really fun. <laughs> I just like messing with the bright colors. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe we can mix it a little bit. I'll put a question mark there. <laughs> Watch us write our own selves into it. <laughs> you being like, no, all of these colors just do technology. And I'm like, put all the colors. <laughs> All right, so character types. I think for this, I had only had like six characters I wanted to actually have named in the story. I know, weird, what? (laughs) So if we're doing more of a freelance, how many people work that way because like they're going to still need connections Mm -hmm. and if that's the case how do they get a tesla to work for them um i I guess that's all questions for plot stuff (laughs) that we can get you yeah i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna pants it pants it uh you know see how it writes okay you know, so what is your max of characters? I guess I should ask because you know me. Um, you could have as few as Scandal's pen does, or you could have as many as my space opera, which is forty-two in book one. No, I think that's that's way too many, especially for Avella, um, because we're doing we're doing something that's that's short, um, that or at least is short in segments, uh, and that has that has I would I would probably say no more than 10. Okay. That makes sense. So I know that we have the main guy, we have the main girl. Other than mm-hmm. that, that leaves us eight other people that we could technically filter on it. Mm-hmm. Works for me. So I know biology pretty well. Mm-hmm. I like playing with genetics and that kind of stuff and how humanity could go that way. So I don't mind knowing the research on that side. So knowing how electric could like shift one's brain has always been fascinating to me. (laughs) So that part, I don't mind. The technology side, I don't mind if I hand off to you. So if I sit there and I'm like, describe some futuristic phone here. Okay. Would you be want to do that? Yeah, we could we could do that. I mean, that's part of what it's part of what co-writing is about. Um, you know, give me an idea. I, I I wouldn't I I would have trouble with something like make up cool technology. That's that's a little broad. Um, but you know, tell me what the technology yeah. should do, and we can do that. 
Yeah. Okay. So I can leave like a note being like, they're at this. I'll give you a little bit of description. If you think that that's good, then we'll go with it. And if not, you can tech it. Okay. <laughs> okay. My my dreaded question. Point of view. <laughs> what would you like to do? <laughs> Third close. Really challenging. Can it be past? I don't want it to be present tense. Yes. Yes. Third person past tense close. Okay. I can give it my hardest to make sure it stays that way. <laughs> well, if I'm if 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 we're agreeing that that's the direction that we're going, you don't have to be perfect. That's part of what I'm for, is to catch those, okay, and and catch those head hops. So, um, I'm. It's scandal's pin is hard for me, especially when you have four people in a room, and you're going between all four of them. At least I give you paragraph breaks. Yeah. So. You can ask Don. Don saw the version before you got this version. Did he? Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. He read all the way up to the stabbing scene. Oh, did he? And that's when he gave up? That's when stuff just started happening. Oh, okay. Like his book, like he really needed to dive into it. And I was like, yeah, no, that's fine. Okay. And then like the business, his career, like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. So third person, close, past tense. I actually think I wrote the three chapters that way. Okay. So that shouldn't be too hard. And I am not, I mean, I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed to multiple viewpoints. If the viewpoint shifts make sense and I think if we're writing, if we're writing at a target of 2,000, 1,500 to 2,000 words per segment, um, then we need to do no more than one POV per segment, unless yeah, we have a really good reason. Yeah. That's fine by me. Okay. I am totally cool with that. So for outlining, what would you like, what is your idea of outlining? Because maybe I should ask what you do for outlining. <laughs> I don't even know if you outline. I'm sure I, you do because you like outlines. I try, well, I try to outline and my problem is that I always get stuck in the mushy middle. Um, I've written, I wrote um, the tomes, which is the one that I've been struggling to work on forever. Um, I've been working on tomes really without an outline, but that's because I, I, ha I know the story well enough, um, or I know the story up to where I've gotten well enough. Um, I feel like, I feel like the bigger question becomes, since you're doing the first draft, what do you need? And let's provide that. 
I mean, I feel like if we're doing a Vela, it's okay if the story wanders as long as as long as we get the cliffhangers in the right place. So it's like if you're doing conflict choice consequence, you're gonna do you're gonna do conflict choice break consequence conflict choice break. And so we need to write it that way. Because otherwise people are gonna go, oh, that's the end of the story. Or that's you know, we got a resolution, I'm good. So we want it to we want each section to end unresolved. Um within that, if you want to you know, if you want to pant your way through it, I'm okay with that. The The big thing that I would want is to make sure that we keep aware that we pull a, a, a JP and Abe and we keep very aware of the three C's mm -hmm. because those are going to, those are going to signpost our, our episode breaks. Okay. Then I'm going to, I will need you to definitely make sure on that on my end, because okay. for me, I don't write to the three C's, which is weird, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> but I write the chapter or I guess I write the episode mm -hmm. and like, I have a feel of like, Ooh, right here is where this needs to cut if we're doing the cuts. That's fine. I mean, we can, you can graft the three C's on top of a, you know, oh, yeah. on top of a draft. So, um, you know, and that's, that's part of what my, what that's part of what our joint responsibility will be. I'm, I'm less concerned about what the first draft looks like as I am about what the published draft looks like. That's what I care about. How we get there, you know, that's how the sausage is made. You know, so I'm, I'm less, so you've heard me say it. I am less concerned with process and more concerned with product. Okay. okay. So in that case, what are some things that you are definite you want in the story versus not like, these are things that you would, you would prefer if we went with this. I would like, um, well, let me ask you this. Do we want to do some kind of a, of a hero's journey or a double hero's journey or a hero's journey for him and a heroine's journey for her? Um, at least for the first season. I don't know because I've never written to them. I've also never actually studied them. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know what they are. Yeah. It's just a matter of I've never, I've never written to it. Like to try to like, ooh, hit this spot. Ooh, hit that spot. So like, I don't even know what Scandal's pen is. <laughs> I don't know if it's heroes, if it's heroin, if it like smashed itself together and was like these. <laughs> yeah. Scandal's pen is kind of like, taking some of the tropes, hitting them with the hammer and seeing where they fall. That's kind of what, you know, it's, it's like bang, though. bang, 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 <laughs> bang, you know, hit it, hit it over the head and whatever lives, lives, you know? Um, it's okay. Working. Yeah. So what, <laughs> here's what, we, here's what we can do. I let's, let's find there. 
you can read the books about hero's journey and heroine's journey and they are, you know, gargantuan. And I don't want to, I don't want to put us through that. Um, but if we can find um, with either Dr. Google or uh, Dr. Amazon, some inexpensive resources that will give us basically the cheat sheet outline of what the beats need to be for each of those yeah, stories. No, you can actually, you can Google that. No problem. There's yeah. images yes. for that. They have the circles. Yeah, the circles. Yes, we need the circles. Oh, I've looked them up. <laughs> Doesn't okay. Mean I follow them. Okay. Um, I don't need us. So I don't. I don't think that we need to be an expert in heroine's journey to write a good story. But if we're using that as our signposts, you know, I think that's a that's a place to go. Okay. So, do you want to do something where we? write out the outline ish and then see which of those works what it followed or what it's missing i think we'll wind up getting there when i do the reverse outline okay okay and i take your i take your first draft i reverse outline it and then if we need to massage it to make sure that it's hitting the tropes that we need, then we can do that. Is there anything else you are like steadfast, you would like this to happen? Um, I would like us to end on not an ambiguous note, but a note where we have the opportunity for a, for a season two if we choose to. Let's say this goes well, we enjoy it, we want to we want to keep writing together. This will give us the option. I don't I don't necessarily want everything tied up with a bow at the end. Um, okay. It's it's like um, you can Google a a document called Rumsfeld's Rules. Have you ever heard of Rumsfeld's Rules? Okay. Don Rumsfeld was, uh, I believe, chief of staff to Jerry Ford and then later Secretary of Defense, um, I think maybe twice. Anyway, um, he wrote sort of a guide to working in government at a high level called Rumsfeld's Rules. And one of his, one of the rules was um, basically to keep your options open for as long as you can, because you may need to exercise one of those options. It was couched in a way, you know, keep the president's options open. But, you know, um, for us, keep our options open. So okay. I, I would like an ending to a story that is, satisfying and if the reader chooses to walk away or we choose to walk away we're not going to be disappointing legions of readers like you know george rr R. martin um but i also want us you know hey season two and somebody you know and the reader goes oh yeah okay okay anything else um
I do not want to immediately foreclose. I want to see how it writes. I do not want to immediately foreclose a romantic relationship between our leads right now. Okay. If it doesn't, if it doesn't write that they need one, that's okay. Okay. Anything else? Um, that's what I can think of at the moment. You can see I'm really wide open here. <laughs> you are. <laughs> um, can we make her like 25? <laughs> I know that you're like 30s, but I don't know. It just feels really weird to me to write somebody that much older. I guess it's maybe because I'm younger and I don't know what it's like to be in my 30s. Um, the only thing that comes to, the only thing that I can think of in that, that I would have an issue with is sort of street smarts. Um, because kids in their 20s tend to be dumbasses and that's not, you that's just how they are that's a developmental stage and so in this kind of a situation somebody who's older might be wiser on the other hand somebody who's younger might be more inclined to get it or more inclined to do things that will get them into trouble which will drive conflict yeah i don't mind making him older like that doesn't bother me but if i'm writing from a bit of her perspective I don't know. It just seems strange to me to write a female lead in the 30s. Also, I've never done it, so it'd be, like, weird for me. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. How old would you like him? He could be mid-30s. That's fine. Okay. When you say mid-30s, what do you mean by that? <laughs> My mid-30s might be different from your mid-30s. I don't know. I'm thinking like 33 to 35. <laughs> yeah, 35 to 33 to 37 is what I think of as mid-30s. Okay. So if we throw them at 33 and her about 25-ish, <laughs> that uh -huh. gives you an eight-year difference. Are uh -huh. you okay with that? They're, they're both adults. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Some people get really weirded out by age differences. Age, like, doesn't really matter to me as long as she's not 25 and he's, like, 17 <laughs> or, like, younger. <laughs> then oh. that gets into weird territory. <laughs> yeah. No, if he's 35 and she's 12, that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, what else would I prefer? Um, okay. So I do. <laughs> I do like to write with a bit of imagination 
it I don't think everything needs to have like readers have to have a leap so I don't think everything needs to be described like it can be just be normal for that world does that make sense we'll see how it writes <laughs> I mean I'm 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 not <laughs> I I the one th I do want to stay away from you know in indescript or nondescript talking heads in a white room oh yeah no i'm just talking like i don't want to do hard science okay like some of it can just be this is what's normal for the world okay trying to think of anything else that I'm like would like to have in there are you okay writing dark I don't know why I tend to write dark but I do <laughs> yeah I think I think dark is good especially if we wind up with a story hypothesis that is something about some kind of low-level so uh, social commentary okay Any cliches you want me to avoid? Tell me what you what you mean in this context. No idea. It, my brain went as soon as I asked the question. <laughs> it had stuff. <laughs> okay. I guess it, like any tropes you really are like, no, we should stay away from that. Like cliches like that. Um. Like, I, I know you're not a fan of calling, like, good versus evil or light versus dark. Like, yeah. I'm okay with not having that, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other one that sort of bugs me is, is the teenage angsty unrequited love thing. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean you can't do that with adults but the motif is different. It, it comes across differently. It's not just sort of, you know, hormonal hankering. It's closer to it. It's, it's more adult and darker. Um, you know, speaking of dark, I would prefer not to glorify rape. No, that's not okay. <laughs> I, I think that, that I <laughs> like, think that would get us in, I think that would get us in content trouble. Um yes and no. A lot of books glorify the like the rape side. I'm not opposed to having somebody be sexually assaulted if that's necessary, but I don't think that you can uh, you can write it so that it's a horrible experience or you can write yeah. it off camera and then you know, the after effects are horrible or something. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily say that we should stay away from the topic, but it, it needs to be a negative. Yeah. I'm just mentioning it because we're, we're talking like dark is fine. Yeah. But I also don't want it to be that oh, she's been raped. So that must be like the only way that she's able to overcome something. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't need to be raped <laughs> no. to be able to be a strong female character. Yeah. So that cliche is a... Yeah, is that's rough. bad. Okay. Okay. On the um, other hand, the, the flip side of that is that if the story needs that behavior, I don't mind her growing from it and becoming mm -hmm. stronger through it, but that's not the only way you do that. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Okay. Is there any other tropes, cliches, something you don't want to do while writing or like something you would prefer to avoid while writing? I don't think so. I Nothing comes to mind off the top of my head. Okay. I mean, and my understanding of how Vela works anyway is that a lot of this shit is just sort of kind of free form anyway. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, we can change midstream if we need to. <laughs> sure. Okay. I do want to introduce you to some neon punk, though. I think it'd be really cool. <laughs> okay. Or at least show you, because also, I guess, are, okay, are we done with the big stuff? Should we start world, like, throwing ideas at you, or are you done with that for now? <laughs> um, how much do you, how much more do you need to start a draft? Oh, nothing. I, I can go off of all of this. That's fine. <laughs> but <laughs> the, the I was hoping to get at least a few like outline points for you. But I also want, let me, okay, I'm going to put you over to the side while I go and look up the, what did I even name it? Is it Tesla? I might have just named it Tesla. I get real creative with my story names, aren't I? Kindle Bella Tesla. See, I had started it off as a Kindle Bella. And I currently have how many chapters? More than two? I think that's more than two. Oh, okay. I see. I see. So yeah, I have two chapters technically. I'd like to send you the first one. And I know that the first piece takes place in the middle of the book. Okay. So it's one of those flash forwards. Is that what I'm I'm thinking is the term? Yeah, if it's if it's happening in the future, then it's a flash forward, yes. Yeah, okay. You do not need to read chapter two. <laughs> what is chapter two? That would be like how that how it got started. So how their partnership started. Okay. We can use but, that uh, as a reader magnet later. Well, no, because that's that's how I had had it start. 
so like you start with like oh shit this stuff's going down and then you go back to build back up to it is how i was originally writing it okay I don't know you could read both chapters it's fine uh, chapter two is literal shit though that's that's one of those where i sat there and i was like i don't i should probably outline something <laughs> like <laughs> but yes so yeah um i know i did I have a, a start of a scribes codex for it. So I can also send you that where I have photos of what they look like, um, stuff like that. And I can ship those around too, based okay. on other talks that we do. Okay. I don't have to take a look at their ages. I'll have to, I think I have to age them up, which is fine by me. As long as they're not too aged. <laughs> you don't have to read that right now either. I just sent it to you. But chapter one was definitely fun to write. And you can you can see a bit of the Okay. I've got the it coming up. Yeah. That I use. Oh, I need access. Um here's the I, I created I created a there we go. Uh, okay. There we go. I went ahead and I requested access. Okay. So I should be able to let just look it up. I don't want to read it while we're recording, but I will read no, it. No, no. Do you want to pat do you want to publish it? Do I want to publish what? this first chapter to patreon um not until we know what we're doing okay share. sorry guys yeah <laughs> well i mean like we definitely can after i just want to figure out if this is like the version you want or not because okay. if not i can go back to the drawing board okay there now you should have access to just open it with that revision wizard yes i do Okay. okay. So. But yeah, so definitely we should probably maybe read over that, see if that's the direction you want, or even if that's the characters you like. Okay. And then if not, <laughs> I can scratch and come up with new stuff. Okay. What I'm going to do. Um... I'm going to make a, a new uh, I'm going to use Google Drive on and I'll send you the username and password for that for that uh, uh, for that email address okay. um, and so we'll keep everything in the all of our notes in the in the on that Google Drive um, and so I'm going to copy this document into there. Okay. Okay. I think 
if it's on this computer, if it was on. I mean, I'm sure I have it. Uh, let's see. Tesla. Oh, her name is Diode. That's right. I switched it from Orion. Although maybe I called the other guy Orion. I think I called the other guy Orion. <laughs> Way to keep the names. <laughs> but yeah, no, her name was Diode. Okay. So she's a Tesla collector. So I think it'd be called her an amplifier. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, no, I think I called her an amplifier. I think that makes sense. Yep, my Tesla codex. Because cool, I can send you the codex too. Okay. Okay. What are the Okay, what other questions do you have? Where'd you put it? I didn't send you the codex yet. Oh, okay. What other questions do you have before you want to start drafting? Well, I'd like to make sure that you well, A, we should know what time frame we're looking at. Okay. And then I would like to make sure that you're comfortable with the characters. That the the style is sort of working for you. <laughs> okay. I mean, I you I I feel like you'd need to draft something for me to be able to make those judgments. Mm. So if you wanted to write a first, you know, a first scene you know, 2,000 words or something, you could whip that together pretty quickly, I would imagine. Yeah, well, I sent you what I would consider the first scene. Oh, okay. So you want so you want to call that the first scene and see, and see what I think? Yeah. Is what I'm hearing you say. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so that's, and like I'd said, in my head, I had pictured that first grabbing section to be, bam, you're starting in the middle of this book, and now you're going to see how they got there. Okay. But we can shift that. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So, yeah. And then from that, once I know if A, you like the idea of how it is already, B, you're comfortable with the world I can spit at you. Uh huh. <laughs> with all of your you know changes and corrections to it yes. and then from there if you're good i can have i think we could do one at least a week have it completely finished where i've written it you go through it we check it over we post it to patreon okay with like probably a weekly update okay um let's not promise our patrons that it's going to be weekly. no well, no, but I'm just saying I think that's what we could do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Um, but I guess once we get into a pattern, what would you like the time frame to be? Once we get into a pattern every week or every two weeks, I think would be good. It, it might be every two weeks. And if we're going to do it every two weeks, what we need to do is get at least halfway through before we start posting to Vela. I mean, I think posting to yes. Vela is going to be sort of the last thing that we do, obviously. Yeah. 
but um if we finish an entire season before we start posting Devella, I'm perfectly happy with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that too. I would okay. actually kind of prefer to be almost completely done with it before we start posting. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I guess I guess that's it. Okay. That works for me. Okay. All right. Then we will sign off from the recording and figure out what we need to do next. Sounds good. Okay.